All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Brigos Rag Podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. It's Ian Cummings with Jacob Kemmaker, the two co-experts at Brigos Rag. We're back for you today. Um, it's been a while, and uh, lots happened since we were here, so there's no use going back to the last podcast we did. Uh, we're just going to fill you in on what's happened in the past few days. Bruce Allen is gone. Uh, there were reports that, oh, he was out of football operations, but nope, he's not just out of football operations. He's out entirely. Uh, that, that came out a couple days ago, and now earlier today, uh, there were reports that they were moving toward hiring Ron Rivera, the form, former Panthers coach, who they actually uh, caused his firing uh, back a few weeks ago, I think week 13, when they beat the Panthers. Uh, so that's interesting. He's now the new coach of the Redskins. Pen to paper, it's signed, it's done. And a lot of uh, frenzied uh, front office moves have occurred since then. A lot of reports, a lot of moving back on those reports, a lot of chaos. So we're here to talk a little bit about it, kind of grade the acquisition, talk about what he might bring to the table and why he's the right guy or the wrong guy for the Redskins. I, I still haven't made up my mind yet, so I don't know. But first off, before we get into that, Jacob, how you doing, man? Oh, we're doing good. We're closing out the decade in style with some uh, a lot of stories from Redskins land. So it's it's been a fun couple days, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Jacob, you if you've been on the site today, man, he's been going through all the updates, uh, everything. I would have, I wish I could have helped, man. But I was like, I've been driving. Uh, we were me and my family. We were vacationing in Florida. Uh, I like the cold, so I wasn't actually a huge fan of Florida heat. But it was like. So we had to drive halfway one day, then stop in a hotel and drive halfway today. And I was like, oh, my God. And all this stuff's happening. It's like the exact wrong time to be out of commission. So, But we're back. Uh, we're able to talk about it. So Ron Rivera, he's the new head coach of the Washington Redskins. And uh, it, it, it it's weird to say this, but it feels like Dan Snyder's been really surprisingly competent in this entire scenario you know he had a group of football advisors he was very private with it he didn't really get any leaks out during the uh, deliberation process you know before the hiring uh, he was very quiet very professional uh, professional about it and now we have a new head coach uh jake what do you what do you think about everything that's happened i mean bruce allen gone ron rivera in uh is there reason for optimism i mean what do you think about the rivera hire I think there's definitely reason for optimism. Uh, Bruce Allen being gone was kind of a necessity at this point. Um, he had just sowed too many seeds of distrust, uh, contributed to dysfunction in the front office. And there were rumors that certain coaches, including Rivera and general manager candidates, wouldn't consider the Redskins if Allen was still employed. So uh, Dan Snyder did what he had to do there, and then he got his guy in Rivera. And I think Rivera is a really solid hire. I think he was the best, most the best of the proven coaches out on the market for sure. Um, he's, he's been so successful in Carolina. Uh, I mean, he has, I think, a 76-63-1 record over the course of uh, his time there. He spent nine years. He built up their defense. Um, he's been able to get them to a Super Bowl. They didn't win that one, but they went 17-2, uh, and two, including the playoffs that year. Uh, he just brings energy. He's a well-liked guy. He's very respected uh, and his players always play hard for him. And for the Redskins, that's massive because under Jay Gruden, they almost never played hard and never stepped up in the right moments. Uh, Rivera's squad, like in recent years, has had more trouble, but that's been more about the injury to Cam Newton than anything else, the quarterback issues there. I mean, people forget that he had this team at 5-3 and three halfway through the season with Kyle Allen at the quarterback before things fell apart. And once he left Carolina, the Panthers lost by uh, – 
of their last four games without Rivera by an average of 27 points. So it's clear <laughs> that they were disheartened by his uh, departure. So I think the fact that Rivera is coming to the Redskins is not only a good thing, but that he seemed to want to come here, that makes it even better. I think he's a really good kind of a, at least a palate cleanser for this team. And I think he'll be able to get them to play hard and he'll be able to get the most out of that defensive talent. So I personally really like this hire. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on it? Well, first off, what, I mean, if you had to assign a letter grade to it, what would, what would it be? I would probably give it an A just because I don't think there's a better proven candidate out there that the team could have landed. Okay. And Rivera brings respect to the team, which at this point is, immensely valuable to the franchise so i would give it an a yeah in in a sense you know i have that same confidence uh you know i'm not as high i'd probably give it a b or b minus i'm i was leaning toward b minus earlier today i'm leaning toward b now you know people will will say oh man another retread coach but you know every case is different you got to look at the case and i think ron rivera is kind of a really good match for what this team specifically needs because i mean you look at bruce allen you know, he caused cultural rot from the top to the bottom throughout the entire organization for 10 years. It's festered, gotten to a point where it's so bad, you know, you need to overhaul everything. And then Jay Gruden seasoned his players, you know, so they're not conditioned well enough and the training staff got fired. It's a mess. You need a guy who can come in and fix it. And I think Ron Rivera is the guy to do that. I think he's he fits that profile very well. He came in back in 2011 for the Panthers. They were 2-14 and 14 the year before. And I think he had them go to the playoffs uh, his first year there. I can't remember. But Cam Newton won Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, his first year with Ron Rivera. So he's he, he definitely has that going on his resume. He's a fixer-upper. or He's a fixer, and the Redskins are a fixer-upper. And it's kind of a match made in heaven, I feel like, right there. There are some questions I have. You know, I've heard he's not very analytically inclined. That was one of the traits I wanted from a head coach. You know, maybe an Eric Benemi or a Todd Monken, or a guy like that. But, you know, I'm willing to overlook that because he fits what the Redskins need at this precipice in the organization's history, you know, where they need a cultural overhaul more than anything else. And Ron Rivera is a guy who really seems culturally oriented. I know I've, I've read some stuff that a Panthers beat reporters have posted on Twitter. I know Jordan Rodrigue, uh, she's a Panthers beat reporter. She said that Ron Rivera really relishes the challenge t- to turn something around and to work with a project. And I think the Redskins are good for him in a sense because they are a project. But Bruce Allen is gone. And he was going to be the biggest roadblock toward uh, facilitating a culture change. So now that he's gone, I feel like there's really uh, room to make progress there. So I-, I-, I'm, I give it a B because I'm worried about the upside a little bit. You know, can he... Can he keep the offense rolling? You know, will they get passed over time because they're not willing to adapt? Um, but for what they need right now, I, I think it's great. So I'd give it a B uh, final answer. So I don't know. What do you think about the – um? We'll, we'll talk about the coaching situation, the coaching staff. What do you think about that? Because there have been conflicting reports. Um, I, think, I think most reports have said they're going to keep Kevin O'Connell, right? And then David – or Jack Del Rio – uh, going to be the defensive coordinator probably nothing official yet the only thing that's official is Rivera has signed his contract but what do you think about the staff rumors that are coming out I think the staff he's bringing on is uh, again another reason why I like hire so much is he's bringing in guys that know what they're doing um, keeping O'Connell is brilliant because 
Haskins at uh, on Monday at exit interviews basically said that he wanted to keep working with O'Connell and he felt that they had like a good rapport. Um, I may not be, I'm not quoting him word for word, but he seemed to want to keep O'Connell around and uh, having O'Connell, if they are able to keep him um, as is uh, what looks like is the case right now is that he will be around. It, it allows him to install his offensive system in full, really take control of the offense um, this season, as opposed to having Jay Gruden and Bill Callahan kind of have a, uh, dip some fingers in there uh, at the time. But I, I just think it's also good because Haskins won't have to learn another entire system. He'll be working with someone he's familiar with, and he'll be able to grow as opposed to having it stunted by the possibility of bringing in a whole new offensive system. That's part of why I think they went the defensive route, because they like O'Connell enough to have him keep working with Haskins. And as for Del Rio, I mean, he has tons of head coaching experience. He was the head coach in Jacksonville for nine years was that coach in Oakland for three years as well. And the only reason the Raiders got rid of him was because they wanted John Gruden um, to make like a splash hire type thing. But he was 25 and 23 with the Raiders. Um, and he's constantly been able to build a strong defenses. And uh, another thing, I think Del Rio uses a 4-3 scheme. I can't be entirely sure of that or if he would want to adapt the Redskins scheme. But there have been rumors that they wanted to move to a 4-3 this offseason uh, but they have the personnel to do it, and they have a, a top two pick that could be used on Chase Young. So we could be looking at a very different Redskins defense next year uh, with a guy who really knows how to get the best out of his personnel in Del Rio and Rivera there to motivate everyone. So I think that that, that trio, if those three end up being the guys who are in their places as head coach and coordinators, I, I think the Redskins coaching staff is going to look pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. And it's not the scheme, the base alignment that really makes me excited. It's more of because, you know, you can talk about alignments all day. But at the end of the day, defenses today are flexible. Like, I don't think the Redskins were even in their base 3-4 50% of the time. Uh, I know that's a stat that we bring up a lot. But it, it goes to say, you know, you're not going to be in one set stringent form all the time. It's going to be changing. But I do like that it seems like they're going to be able to use the players to their strengths more. Like, I know everyone complained about Greg Minoski putting Ryan Kerrigan and Montez Sweat in coverage, you know. Like, maybe they can have a good coverage rep once in a while, but that's not their player type, you know. They, they like to put their hand in the dirt, rush the passer, set the contain in the run de defense, and, you know, the, playing coverage just isn't really natural for them. I think Rivera and Del Rio will really help with that and play players to their natural strengths. And also, I was seeing stuff about simplifying the um, defensive calls in the secondary, which might help with the communication issues that have been going on for so, so long. So hopefully, I mean, we, we'll see. But um, also, it's exciting because you know Rivera picked this team because of the upside on that defensive front because he likes to generate organic pressure with rushing four guys. And, you know, if you're looking at the coaching, if you, at the openings uh, around the league right now, I don't think there's a more compelling case than Washington with Jonathan Allen, Matt Ioannidis, Montez Sweat, and then you got a chance to get Chase Young with the number two overall pick. So a lot of upside there on the defensive side of the ball. Some guys coming back from injury. And, you know, on offense, like you said, Dwayne Haskins and Kevin O'Connell seems like a really good match. And I think just looking at Kevin Connell, just listening to him, in press conferences, I think his personality would mesh with Rivera's. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. And um, I, I think it, it, it's good that, like you said, it's good that they picked a defensive guy because you bring in an offensive guy, another offensive guy, 
you know, they might help Dwayne Haskins in the long run, but you're breaking up that bond that was formed in, in year one between Haskins and O'Connell. Now they keep that bond and they have an opportunity to facilitate more growth off of it in year two. So we will see what happens um, real quick. We're not going to go very long with this podcast, but Jacob, one more thing, front office, a lot of chaos there. Uh, reports were less clear there. Uh, Eric Schaffer, for a moment, it seemed like he was gone. Then it seemed like he was back for good. And now it's kind of unclear. And Kyle Smith, we haven't heard a lot about Kyle Smith. What do you envision happening there? What would you like to see happen there? So there are obviously two paths here. Um, uh, what, what I wanted to see after Bruce Allen was gone was them to elevate Schaefer, Doug Williams, and Kyle Smith and kind of give them all promotions so that they could collaboratively run the front office. Um, how I had envisioned it in my own head would be Williams being kind of the figurehead um, in, in the role that Bruce Allen was supposed to be in uh, because, you know, Williams is a beloved figure by the franchise. Um, and he would be kind of in charge with Schaefer handling free agency more and Williams and Smith dealing mostly with the draft. Uh, but obviously if Schaefer's not coming back, um, then you look at possibly Williams and Smith running the front office together and collaboratively. So that's an option. Then of course they can always bring in someone from outside, which I think is what they're leaning towards. And that's why Schaefer will be departing. I think they're going to evaluate what they have. And then um, Rivera and Snyder are going to decide on someone else to add to the front office. Uh, there are plenty of uh, intriguing names out there. Uh, a couple I like are Nick Casario from the Patriots. Um, I kind of think he may follow Josh McDaniels if McDaniels leaves the Patriots. Um, so that that's something to keep an eye on. So the Redskins may not have that one there. On, another guy who I think would be excellent is Rick Smith was the GM of the Texans from 2006 to 2017 before Bill O'Brien basically pushed him out of that role. Um, he did a great job of finding talent in the draft and really building up a defense um, that was solid and strong and consistent. Turned the Texans from a team that was the worst in the NFL after they came into the league in 2002, really turned them into a perennial contender in the AFC South. So Smith would be a guy I would look at. Um, I have a list of 10 general manager candidates on the site. Um, if you're more interested in that, feel free to check it out. Uh, just to plug that, but uh, definitely, if, if I was looking to hire someone from outside, I don't think they'd get Casario, so I'd say Smith is the guy, but I'd go with also Kyle Smith and uh, Doug Williams would be good options, too. Yeah, for sure. I would probably, you know, if I if I had a number one choice, I would promote Kyle Smith, because, you know, player evaluation, he's been really good there, and he's young, he's got upside. Um, but outside candidates, there's some guys there, too. I like Casario. Um, I'd have to do more digging. Jacob's got the 10 GM candidate uh, article up on the site. Uh, we're going to repost it tomorrow morning so you can get a refreshed look at those guys and kind of make your own decision based on the... Hey, Cassie, get off this. My cat is hovering. Um, so you can make your own decision um, based on the information in that article, but uh, there's a lot of candidates out there. I'm not a big fan of John Dorsey. Just going to say that. He was fired by Cleveland. Um, you know, I think he's a good talent evaluator as well, but... There's too much baggage for me there in terms of, you know, he really, his judgment seems kind of flawed based on his stint in Cleveland, and he's been fired twice in the last 30 months, so I'm not I'm not on board there. Uh, I, I, especially if, if we're thinking about Dorsey, why not just keep Smith? Because Smith is a good talent evaluator as well with more upside. Uh, so that's my take on that, but there's a lot of outside candidates. I like Smith, I like Casario, and Jacob's got eight more uh, for you to read in that article, so you can check that out. 
Um, unfortunately, we, we're not out of time, but we're going to let you guys go a little bit early. It's the new year. Uh, get crazy, but don't get too crazy. Uh, peace out from me and Jacob, and uh, have a good night. We'll, we'll be back with more updates in a bit.